Ponders, welcome back to another episode of Pause, Sip, and Ponder. I'm your host, Pauline, and this episode is the second to last episode of my season finale series called Dear 2020, where I gather stories from others of different backgrounds and lifestyles and ask their take on 2020. And today with me, I have my very own pastor of my church. Pastor Ravan is the regional pastor of the East USA region in JL Americas from March 2018 until December 2020. Before serving as RP, she was East USA's admin officer. She is also currently East USA's Area 2 pastor and the church pastor of JL Rockville, Maryland since 2009. Sister served in various capacities in Jesus' Lord Arlington, such as treasurer, worship leader, administration, education, and as a cell group leader and was part of the Jesus is Lord management team. She was the education head and JIL 12 coordinator of JIL Church, Arlington, Virginia, before being assigned to Rockville, Maryland, which is the church I attend as an outreach church coordinator. Wow, so much, so much anointing. And Pastor Van is married to Brother Randy Torres, and they have four married children and four grandchildren. She is also my mentor, which I'm super honored by. And I'm so excited to have you here, Gita, as we know this year was not the easiest year to bond as mentor and mentee, but hopefully this will be our way of catching up as well with one another. So welcome, Pastor Van. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Great. Thank you so much, Pauline, for that uh, very nice introduction. But I am so honored and I'm so privileged to have this opportunity to join you in this podcast. I've been mm-hmm one of your admirers because i know you're doing a great job doing this and plus because you have you know a wide audience you reach out this is one way that you really connect with people and i think it is very encouraging so thank you for this opportunity happy to be here today Thank you, Tita. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited really to learn from you. It's always such a pleasure to learn from like we had our other podcast um, event, remember, at the summit last summer. Um, I had the opportunity to speak to um, all the other pastors of JIL East USA, and I'm so excited to kind of uh, see what has happened since then, which is a lot, and I'm so excited to get into that and just gain your perspective. So you guys know that I am very open and passionate about sharing my faith on social media and on this podcast, and to me this year, my faith in God is what really kept me going in the midst of this pandemic, you know, with all the uncertainties that have been arising, one thing that has kept me going is just the love of God and remembering that. And although my faith is what keeps me steady, um, many times our entire country, you know, wakes up to a morning of fear or anxieties and maintaining our faith, you know, all of us isn't always easy. And, you know, there are days I still battle with always keeping up with having an optimistic mind. I think, you know, we all do, we're all human. Um, And that's why today I'm really looking forward to 
hearing your experience either as a church leader as well as you know all the other roles you have to juggle in your life you're not just a pastor right <laughs> you're not just a um, church leader there's so much more about you um, and I'm excited to hear your insight for what has helped you this year oh yeah for those who don't know if I end my sentence and thought that is just a Filipino way of paying respect. So I just want to let you guys know for that. Um, before getting into our reflections of this year, can you give a quick background story of how your faith started, how your relationship with God started? Paul? Yes, uh, definitely. I can look for back uh, more than 30 years since I became, you know, a Christian. And I wasn't young then, not as young as you are. <laughs> I actually learned, uh, you know, had this relationship with the Lord in my 30s. I think I was 30 years old when, you know, uh, one of my friends started inviting me over to the church. And this was in the Philippines. And after so many excuses, I ended up, you know, coming with her. And so, and that's uh, the, the life-changing event that um, I experienced after that um, uh, coming to church, the Christian church in Manila. And that's when I really started feeling that God really is there. God is real and God is so alive. In, in my life, nobody actually was uh, there to follow up with me. So the first church that I attended, I just learned about the gospel and that's it. So in my daily life, things have started coming up that even in my daily activities, it's, there's just some, somehow someone that seems to make himself, uh, make his presence be felt by me. So it's just like I know there is someone that is guiding me or helping me when I am in trouble. Suddenly things come up, you know, working well in my life and i and that made me think maybe there is really a god uh you know who who watches over us and that's when the start um the start of my relationship with him i started coming to church and that was also the time that i was having experiences you know my personal life mm -hmm. and so i had a quite messy past <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i learned a lot that during those times that I was suffering from, you know, relationship issues, that's the time that I really needed someone to hold on to, someone who can make me feel good and feel loved and, you know, made, make his presence so real to me. And that's when God really entered my life. And that's the, that's the time that I really experienced that there are some things that going on, even my desires, my interests have changed. And then finally, he gave me a, a, a very good job that I was praying for. Uh, and that's when I really said that, you know, maybe I am really blessed and somebody is blessing me indeed. So that worked very well for me. <clears throat> and so I started to be serious in, my, in the church that I attended until somebody invited me to be part of the Bible studies. And of course, later on, I became involved in the ministries. And so God has been so good to me. And personally, it's really making himself experience on a personal level. So I did not come to church because somebody just forced me to be there, but because God himself made himself so real to me that every day of my life, he made his presence so real and so uh, felt by me. So I thank God for that. And that started it all from then on, you know, praise God, because I have been, I'm not saying I am in the best of my faith right now, my faith level, because all of us are just always growing in it. 
But I can say that I did not stop trusting in God since day one. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Thank you for sharing that. And also just being honest, you know, that no matter where, what level you are, you know, just say in the church or no matter what age you are, you know, God has a perfect timing for everybody when it comes to experiencing him. You know, there's no, you know, mandated date or time in your life or age where you have to you know start this journey with God and you're a great testimony in showing that everyone has their own timing and own unique spiritual journey amen and I'm really inspired by that no matter what age you are you like you like you said you started later than you know I started when I began going to church but that didn't stop the goodness and he didn't limit God to what he could do in your life so that's amazing to hear when you aren't working Tita you know you've done all of these things of course you're not just a pastor like you said you have your own personal life so What is your day-to-day like? You know, we don't see you always at home, obviously. So what do you like to do and enjoy during your free time? (laughs) Amen. Thank you, Pauline, for asking the question. I am excited to share with you what keeps me busy at home. Because as you know, uh, my husband, brother Randy, he's also started, he has retired also from his job. And me, while I am still working as a full-time pastor, uh, eventually we had to work from home because we, we gave up the office of the East USA. And so we are now, um, you know, I work from home on a daily basis. And part of that was really, you know, um, combining all the tasks that you have as a wife, as a mother, and of course, as a sister, I have my, you know, my sisters, we have a group chat each time because they are, we are from all over the places, all over the world. So we just want to keep in touch with each other. So we make sure on a weekly basis, we connect with them and mm-hmm. also with my children. Although, you know, they all have their own lives and they all have their own respective homes. So we don't see them as often, but at least they try to connect with us and they wanted us to be at home most of the time you know Mm -hmm. they were out of respect and they know we are not that young as they are so they were worried about our health and so we just kept staying at home we are taking care very much of our health and the only time that we go out is really for church and for you know ministry purposes and of course to to buy food to go on Mm -hmm. groceries so but uh at home, I keep myself busy with so many things. We do a lot of meetings. Believe me, when this pandemic came in, I thought that life would be easier for us since we're working from home. But no, there's so many meetings, not only with our, of course, director with Pastor Chris, but even in the Philippines because we have to connect with our mother church. So there are so many things. There's so many ways that we need to do church. Every one of us was adjusting. And it was really a very challenging time for us. For me as a pastor, my main challenge was how can I reach out to Mm -hmm. the almost 200 members of JL Rockville, whereas before we used to meet at least once a week on Sundays and of course for the life group meeting, so at least you get to see them. So that's the most challenging aspect of it. 
and of course the you know technical aspect came in also because yes. that is where the you know the techno the technology the knowledge of the technology was very important for us and i think for all the church members and good for you guys you young people you are the most technical person you are so well versed in technology so it was easier for you to make that adjustment like for you you have been doing this social media podcast so you're already connecting with a lot of people and so that was still you know a starting point of us learning how to do these things that we call now as a new normal so but otherwise when i have my very relaxing day i read a lot of books that really mm. is my favorite hobby to do i just you know i just sit in my lounge and just do i have been reading a lot of books of course and also listening to a lot of videos uh, tapes uh, you know, that enhances, you know, the knowledge in the ministry and, you know, keep up with what things are happening right now. So that's it. Yeah, I love that. I love how, you know, despite the many meetings and um, the requirements and the, the to-do list as a pastor, you still make time to grow as an individual for yourself, you know, and, and that's what I also wanted to learn is, you know, now that we had to adapt to all of these things, I feel like, we had to work a little bit extra, especially in learning how to work with technology and all of these things we had to adapt to. Um, you know, how are you able to balance your personal time with the Lord while also counseling others and many and having many tasks to do every single day? Yes, definitely. That is really I have to make my uh, daily calendar to do this. Mm -hmm. Plus, I also have, as you can imagine while we don't meet necessarily with people face to face but i do get a lot of appointments schedules for counseling of course for prayer people have a lot of prayer requests and so you minister to them you also follow up i call you know as much as i can our members especially those i know that are going through difficult uh, situations plus of course we have some other things that we have to plan in the church you know all these activities how we will start doing things and so um that really makes up most of my daily uh, schedule mm -hmm. plus of course as you said uh the first thing is that we have to maintain our relationship with the lord so that's the first thing that really when i wake up i you know i do my meditation my devotional i pray Plus, of course, when we have this uh, very good uh, teaching and messages from the Philippines, that really helps me a lot. And that's what I also share to our members because when we, I think that's one of the advantage, the good thing that happened for this pandemic, we were able to connect with our mother church more. We were able to benefit out of their preaching, out of their uh, services because we you know it was easy for us to be connected through the messages and which is really very encouraging i think not only for me but uh, for most of our church members so that's really uh, how we try to do things and of course with my family you know always mostly video connections uh there's only once in a while my children come and visit us you know so that's how we we keep up with them <laughs> yeah i think this was definitely a time of testing as well to see you know are you still willing to worship the lord are you still willing to give to the lord are you still willing to 
um, spend time with him in the midst of being uncomfortable, being in uncomfortable situations. And uh, it was a big testing for all of us, I can say. And, you know, no one's going to approach it perfectly. Of course, it, it took us some time to kind of adjust to everything. We first started with having only live streams of, you know, the the church in the Philippines and watching services on that. And now we are here. Um, thank the Lord that we're here now having our own services that we're able to stream to everybody. And it's really by the grace of God that we were able to witness that and to learn that, you know, it's, it's, it was a great blessing this year, despite everything, we were able to accomplish that as a church. And I just want to praise God for the, the life of you guys, the leaders, the heads that despite the complications, I can say that we had like a smooth transition, like it wasn't a big like worry, we didn't make anyone worry, you know, in the in our congregation, you know, we try to relax and say, okay, what can we do? And what can we work with, you know, our service online. So that's really exciting to hear that, you know, despite everything, you're still able to continue and make way, you know, God always makes a way, right? Amen. Yes, definitely. Thank God for that. <laughs> and also, you know, of course, rewinding back to when it all started when this pandemic, you know, with the outbreak, what were some of the concerns that you had because of course everyone had that moment of wow this is really happening things are going to change what does this all mean so what were the thoughts going on in your head when it first started yeah well uh, when it started as you can recall that was immediately after our 11th year anniversary yes. around the church and I think, you know, there was a momentum because we were all excited. Yes, we're celebrating 11 years and, you know, things are coming up much, much. We have so much hope for, for this year, for the coming year. And then this pandemic came. So it was really, you know, uh, of course, I have to say I am so uh, concerned, mostly concerned about how we can, you know, continue with our church activities because we have so many so many things lined up like we will have the we were supposed to have the encounter mm -hmm. and which is really people are excited about they have been prepared and so that was the thought that i was most concerned about because i i, I was thinking how can we proceed with all these activities and praise god because um i know that all churches are undergoing through the same uh, difficulties and worries and concern but what really i think god has led me to think most was that I have to be mostly concerned about how people are come, catching up with this pandemic. It's not really, you know, how the church is doing because everyone is experiencing that same situation. So it's not, you know, it's not like we are failing as a church because we are not no longer able to do this. But the most important thing that God taught me in this pandemic is that we have to reach out to people, see how they are doing, see what, what is their concern. So it's not really much of my concern, but mm -hmm. what is really the people's concern, especially the people that we serve with in Rockville, our congregation. And so what are their situation? And that's the, that's the one thing that we wanted uh, to reach out to at least all the members. And the good thing, one thing good and positive about our church, Pauline, 
most, which I am most appreciative, is of course the the leadership team, and that includes you guys. You know the CYN, the legacy bearer, because as you said, things came out so smoothly with all our planning, with the so many things that we have to do. So I started having all these meetings with the CMT, with the life group leaders, and so because we have to adjust the way to the way how we do things and. The main purpose is really to get connected with all our brethren and mm -hmm. just to see how they are doing. Do they need help? Is anyone, did anyone lose their job? You know, did anyone, you know, needing some help with food, with, you know, is anyone sick? So those are the main concerns that we have. And so basically we have to develop this strategy wherein we had to divide among the leadership, uh, you know, team, how to reach out to almost 200 people, you know, because mm -hmm. I, I, as one person cannot do that, you know, even if I spend all my day just reaching out or texting or calling, it's impossible for me to do that. But with God's wisdom, and of course, with the cooperation and the unity and the love of the entire leadership team, I think we were able to manage well, at mm -hmm. least reach out to people and know what is going on in their lives. And of course, the one thing that best um, uh, helped Rockville also is that we we prayed more we spent more time in prayer here we are uh, we may be unable to do a lot of things during this pandemic but at least God has given us that opportunity and the time to still pray together as a church and that is really what I appreciate most amen praise God yeah I can totally agree and I think this time this moment again, really brought us together despite the difference, uh, despite the distance, you know, we have to see each other always online. But now this day and age, everything's online, you know, everyone is online on their phones on their computers, especially with young people. And you know, of course, that's one of the biggest challenge as a young generation, how and in what ways can we still inspire other young people and which is one of the challenges that I am um, challenged with every day you know how can I still connect with people and in a genuine way you know it as as a personal leader myself you know I try to seek wisdom from other people on how I can fulfill the mission that God asks for us you know which is to reach out to people like you said it's not the concern of how we're going to keep our church running you know how is the building going to still stay up or you know all these other financial things it's really the people that is what makes up the church you know like you guys always say the church is not a building it's not a gathering place but it, it is the people and that's where god is found in the people and also, Tita, what were some personal revelations or lessons you have learned as an individual um, during this time? Yes, as an individual, I learned a lot of lessons from the Lord. And this came out mostly from my, uh, I, I just had a chance to spend more time, uh, you know, uh, with the Lord. Uh, I spent more time doing worship. I had most of the worship on YouTube, you know, every day I play them and that's when I, I start, you know, experiencing the presence of God through this worship. So I can say that I have at least, um, you know, uh, increased my time of fellowship with the Lord on a personal basis. So that is really most helpful to me because that is also what God is using to help me minister to people. You know, Pauline, one thing I can say about this pandemic, I am able to help not only the people in our church, 
but even people from all over the world because you know because of this um messaging you know our mm-hmm. facebook messaging so people just text me and they need prayer you know i have relatives who were sick and they need you know to be prayed for so i can immediately contact with them i can pray with them you know i share the gospel to them and then the praise god because uh you know during this pandemic uh when they were suffering from all these situations uh they were able to experience god's uh healing and god was really ministering to them also and that's what i was thankful for that god can at least use me you know mm-hmm. reaching out to not just the church people but even those who just need to need prayers and they need mm-hmm. you know to know that there is someone who who is concerned who can pray with them in those their most difficult situation so that's one of the lessons i learned that i really have to prepare myself in order as a pastor even if i'm just home most of the time but that i can still be used by god to minister to pray for others to counsel others and so i it is my personal responsibility to maintain my personal relationship with the lord and in fact i am saying that i really enjoy the presence of god more uh, and you know my personality is that i am you know i'm introvert i enjoyed more being by myself and of course that means that when i'm by myself i can enjoy being in god's presence more and uh, it doesn't mean that i hate being with people but it's just that that's where i energize myself more and that's the best you know the best thing that ever happened to me during this pandemic is that i gained more time and i can prioritize my time with the lord first so praise god for that the second thing that i learned during this pandemic we can do away with so many things we thought before that we can you know i think that's the one thing that helped us benefited us personally as a family as a couple me and my husband we were able to live a very simple life in the sense that we still get to enjoy the food that we want to eat mm-hmm. at home before yes. we used to go out, you know you don't you have to go go someplace you go to the shopping malls but now we yes. learn that we can still enjoy life while being at home and keeping yes. safe and so this is really what uh you know one of the good thing that happens to us because we were able to take hold of the resources that God has entrusted to us in a more wisely way plus the fact that because we did not travel usually every year we get to travel you know mm-hmm. on vacation plus of course the ministry travel so this year uh, we were supposed to go to Israel remember the trip to Israel that was canceled so the one thing that God was uh, able to do with us is that we were able to save our travel money and so that <laughs> helped us a lot during this pandemic i think we became more wiser in yes. making sure we prioritize our spending to what is really important and you know what is most um you know si- significant for you uh, also taking care of your health that is very important at our age i know you guys are younger but don't say you are younger because people can get sick anytime at any age and that's really what you know we have to be aware and be very responsible for taking care of your health yes. yourself so i think that is really important thank you for sharing yes this was definitely a year of growth of prioritizing of finding out or realizing and remembering what should you value in your life because over the past years i think the world you know everybody um 
we go day by day rushing and um, you know, doing what we have to do every single day, sometimes not taking a big percentage of our day for the Lord. And, you know, I think this was definitely a year of um, simplifying, like you said, finding joy and contentment in the simple things in life, you know, and still finding, um, like you said, you know, joy, joy is not uh, something tangible, it's something that we can experience internally. Um, and, and I think a lot of joy was, was produced throughout this year, despite everything. So praise the Lord. Thank you, Tita, for sharing that. And I'm so glad um, of the blessings that God has poured out on you and your family. And um, as we close out, uh, what are some encouraging words, any closing remarks you'd like to share with my audience, with anybody listening? And also, what do you pray and hope for for 2021 what are you looking forward to amen praise god so thank you again pauline for this opportunity and to all those who are listening to this podcast i just want to encourage you that this pandemic soon you know will get be over and that's the one thing that god is always teaching us there's always hope and especially if we have this um relationship with god we know that in all the situations that we are facing we have to remember that god is in full control of everything you know the bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So while we are experiencing so much difficulties and that entails maybe health issues, relationship issues, financial issues, one thing is certain, God is still in control of our situation. And so no matter what happens, if we have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we know that God is taking care of us. One thing that we have learned is that even in the midst of this economy, wherein people are really, um, you know, having a hard time with their finances, God is still our provider. He has proven himself faithful to those who look up to him for their resources. And the one thing that is needed is that we have to understand life is too short. So we have mm. to make the most out of our life. Nobody expected this pandemic to come. But one thing, and we know that things happen so fast for some people. Sadly, some people have been affected by COVID and they lost a loved one who they did not even have time to reach out at the last, you know, to, to give their last respects. And that is really so, uh, so sad because we have our family to enjoy. And mm -hmm. so while thinking that life is too short, we have to know our priorities. And one thing that is important for us, you know, is really our family being with us. So if you have your family with you, take time to tell them I love you. Take time to you know, spending uh, some uh, significant time with them and also make them feel loved and appreciated. I think that's the one thing that we can always learn. And even as a church pastor, Pauline, one thing that I learned, and that's why this theme, last theme of the month, which is love, it's really love that 
you know, keeps the church going. It's the most important thing in our life that we should be able to reach out to others in love, make people love, make people feel love, make people be appreciated. And, you know, it's a time to encourage one another. Mm -hmm. Everyone is experiencing difficult situations, maybe not, not entirely the same, but one thing most, we can never run out of encouragement, you know? We yes. will always be in need of encouragement. And one, one of the best lessons I learned as a leader, as a church pastor, people don't really care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm. Love is extending Jesus to others. And even, you know, those people who are around us, they may not be in the church right now, but they still need to experience the love of God. And I think as a church, as a church people, that is one thing we can do. We can reach out to others in love, help them in every situation, encourage them. They needed to hear something that gives them hope in this difficult situation. And that is really my hope for 2021, because as God says in Jeremiah 29, 11, and this is what really keeps me going. This is my favorite verse. For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So we know that in all these things, you know, God is saying, you know, I know what I have planned for you, Pauline, you know, personally, that God has a plan for each one of us. They may not be the same. We may have different, but one thing is certain, God is in control of our lives. He knows exactly our future. And we can just entrust our life to him. You see, if you, if you want to experience this kind of life that you don't have to worry about so many things because you know God is there to take care. God is there to, to show us the future. And then we just entrust to him. We just believe in him and his word that gives us encouragement. And also in Romans 8.28, and this is really very significant, especially this year, that in all things, God works for the good of those yes. who love him, to those who have been called according to his purpose. So mm -hmm. matter what, no matter what situation you are facing, maybe you can say you are experiencing trials or maybe you are being blessed right now. But the word says in all things, God works for our good. Why? Because we love him. We trust in him. And so that is his promise that we can hold on, especially this coming 2021. And I'm really excited because I know things are getting better and better. Why? Because I know God holds our future. Amen. Praise God. So I pray that everyone who listens to this, there's hope in God. And this is the time that even if you don't think that you know that there is a God, believe me, that was my first experience. God made himself so real to me mm -hmm. in a way that he kept my attention so that I can call on him and I can trust in him at any time. He promised never to leave you nor forsake you. So at any time, you can call on God and he will be with you. Amen. Praise God. So God bless you, Pauline. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Tita Van. And I truly believe God puts certain people in your life um, that will help you and guide you. And he has definitely brought you into my life. So I want to say thank you, Tita Van. Um, thank you, everyone, for 
taking the time to listen to this if you made it this far you know no matter where you are in life you know there's always a light at the end of the tunnel if you want to say you know there it's not too late even though like you said um you know life is short I believe God's grace is, you know, everlasting is always there. So again, thank you, Tita Van. And um, hopefully we have another session in the future to reflect on what happens for the next year. <laughs> Amen. My pleasure, Pauline. And God bless you all. God bless everyone who's, been, who's watching this. If you enjoy episodes like this, please don't forget to subscribe to Positive and Ponder on whatever app you're using. And you can also follow me at pauline.ponders on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you guys. And I think I have one more episode after this. So stay tuned for that. That is where I'll be sharing my personal experience and reflections on 2020. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Don't forget to always love, to always be curious, and to always ponder.